The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. Today, we have two trivia juggernauts vying for supremacy. In one corner, we have Big Bad Bing Cow. Bing, say hello to the people and let us know a little bit about you. Hey everyone, uh, I'm Bing Cow. I'm a rambling wreck from Georgia Tech, the most prestigious university Boo. in the state of Georgia. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Wreck Tech, Wreck Tech, Wreck Tech. To hell with Georgia Tech. No, to hell with Georgia. You had it right. To hell with Georgia. Uh, did you tell us what you do? I um, I am a washed-up uh, event planner and. Um, you know, doing stuff here and there. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, in the other quarter, we have Will the Gargantuan Gilbert. Ooh. Will, tell the folks at home a little bit about you, and yeah, we'll just stop there. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm Will Gilbert. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and I teach high school. Um, yeah. I also went to school in the South uh, at an, an original SEC school, uh, but it's no longer in Clemson? the SEC, so that's okay. They were SEC. It's uh, Sewanee, the University of the South, which has the best football team. <laughs> I have heard of Sewanee. Yeah. Look that up. Uh, they beat seven SEC schools in, or six SEC schools in seven days in 1898 and won the national oh, championship that wow. year. I remember those days. Yeah. Including, I want to say, Georgia and maybe also Georgia Tech in that same Well, way. we're going to have to fact check that. <laughs> We can definitely do that. Uh, also, as a former high school teacher, uh, you have my sympathies, sir. <laughs> uh, we start back very yeah. soon, and I am scared. <laughs> so, All right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head -head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get going, I want to know our contestants just a little bit better. And over at the Blast From Our Past podcast, we're doing kind of a sci-fi month a little bit uh, in the month of August. So from you two gentlemen, I want to know what is your favorite science fiction weapon? Science fiction weapon? That, that's a lightsaber. Why is that even up for debate? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Will? 
it's really challenging because I feel like lightsaber is a go-to good answer. And so I, I worry that that like I want to say it because it is so good. Um, but if I'm going to do that, then I have to go just with the purple one. Uh, I, like just because Mace Windu has such a cool lightsaber, I'd want the purple one. Okay. Uh, lightsaber is very good. My personal favorites are the double-bladed ones. However, if I were to have my own personal lightsaber, it would be double-bladed and purple. So Will's going to get to go first in round one. Interesting. Yes. Really, I uh, thought the pur- purple lightsaber was a cop-out. I did not like that its introduction was in there. Oh, I, I loved it. I no. love it. I stick no. to, the, to the three. No, I'm you a know. fan of the original ones. Yeah, exactly. Blue, green, yellow for Jedi, red for Sith. That's it. You're you're just not that creative, Adam. I guess. Yeah, well, <laughs> fair enough. All right, Will, what category would you like to start out with? Uh, let's start with uh, toys and games. All right. And your decade is the 60s. This doll sold from 62 to 65 had a magnetic tape recorder built right in and would repeat everything you say. Her name was Little Miss This, which means a sound caused by the reflection of sound waves from a surface back to the listener. Echo? Echo is correct. Okay, good. Little Miss Echo. That is news to me, but I love it. All right. Got Right on the board, Bing, what would you like to pick for your category? Let's go with slang. Ooh. And your decade is the 80s. All right. This 80s slang term has nothing to do with being overweight, but describes something as exceptional. Can you repeat that? (laughs) This 80s slang term has nothing to do with being overweight, Describes something as being exceptional. Exceptional. Overweight. I thought this word was later than the 80s, but I'm going to go with fat. P-H-A-T. P-H-A-T. Pretty hot and tempting. Is correct. And yes, it did get its start in the 80s. I was with Bing. I thought it was a later thing, but okay. Cool. All right. Back to Will. What would you like for your category? Um, It's got a food. Mm, Food. I, I agree. Mmm, it's nice and moldy, because it's from the 50s. (laughs) (laughs) This regal dish, ubiquitous in the 1950s, is made by smothering diced poultry and vegetables in a cream sauce and is served over rice, pasta, or bread. Could you just say that one more time? Sure. This regal dish ubiquitous in the 1950s, is made by smothering diced poultry and vegetables with a cream sauce and is served over rice, pasta, or bread. Uh, Chicken a la king. Chicken a la king is correct. All right. No misses so far. Bing, let's see if we can keep that streak going. What category do you want? Uh, Let's go with sports. Sports. And we're staying in the 50s. All right. On January 14th, 1951, the National Football League held its first annual what that usually takes place before the Super Bowl. First annual what that takes place before the Super Bowl. Hmm. I mean, the only thing I can think of here would be Pro Bowl. So I'm going to guess Pro Bowl. 
Pro Bowl is correct. Good job. All right. No misses so far. Something I came. I'm. Uh, I'm going to expect from uh, these two gentlemen. So no pressure. <laughs> yeah, they're very, very smart individuals. John and I actually uh, see these guys frequently enough um, in a poker group that we play with. But like, they're they're smart dudes. Very, very smart dudes. Way smarter than John and I. And so, yes. if you guys miss anything, I'm gonna <laughs> hound you for it. No pressure whatsoever. <laughs> no pressure. I also noticed that we we have been very good at straying from the pop culture as much as possible. So we'll see what happens. All right, Will. What would you like? Let's do news and politics. Keep that up. Okay. And your decade is back to the 80s. Svetlana Savitskaya was the first woman to perform what action while on a mission aboard the Soyuz 7 space station? I think she did a spacewalk. I think you are correct. Okay, good. John, does it surprise you that my head went dirty immediately when you said. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <action? laughs> Uh, like, I mean, this, this I is mean, a family if you look show. Up the, the things that have occurred, occurred in space where your mind is currently, it's there's a lot of uh, a yeah. room in that record book. Yes, so. very, very true. Exactly. You know, it's not the the ten mile club; it's the hundred mile club or whatever it is. Uh, all right, Bing. What would you like? Mile Let's high, go yeah. with uh, music. Going with music. And we're going to the 90s. All right. This is a lyric question. I'm going to read some lyrics from a 1995 New Jack Swing classic. It's Friday night, and I feel all right. The party is here on the west side. So I reach for my 40, and I turn it up. Designated, designated driver take the keys to my truck. That sounds familiar, and I'm going to know this song. Can you repeat those lyrics for me? Yep. It's Friday night, and I feel all right. The party is here on the west side. So I reach for my 40, and I turn it up. Designated driver, take the keys to my truck. Oh, I don't know this one. Um, sounds familiar, though. Let me guess. Mm. Motown Philly? Motown Philly is a great song, but unfortunately incorrect. Will, can you steal? I believe this is my most played song on Touch Tunes. Uh, this is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. This is, is correct. how we do it. Excellent steal, my friend. Yes. I, I am glad. Can we just have all of the, the music rounds be mid-90s R&B? Please. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Uh, all right, Will, you got the steal, and you get to pick your next category. Oh, God. Um, let's try literature. Literature. And the decade is the 2000s. This 2001 fantasy novel by, by Neil Gaiman is a blend of Americana, fantasy, and various strands of ancient and modern mythology all centering on the mysterious and tacturn shadow. It was briefly adapted into a series on stars. Um, this is American Gods. This is American Gods. This is very slumdoggy for me right now, so I appreciate it. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> All right, Bing, what would you like? Um, how about TV? TV? 
Your decade? We're staying in the 2000s. Before playing Captain Cold and Heat Wave, respectively, on CW's The Flash, Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell starred on this 2000s crime drama on Fox. 2000s crime drama on Fox. I don't think I know this one. Um, I don't think I was watching TV in the 2000s. 2000s crime drama. Don't know. I'm just going to guess Alias. Alias is incorrect. Will, can you steal? I think Wentworth Miller was in Prison Break. Prison Break is correct. Uh, Will again with the steal, and you get to pick your category again. I feel like no matter what I pick here, I have to get lucky in the decade or the question. So let's try movies. Okay. And the decade is the 60s. The 1969 film Midnight Cowboy is the only Oscar Best Picture winner to have what distinction? It is X-rated. It is indeed X-rated. All right, and if my math is correct, uh, that leaves Bing with fashion. It does. All right, this is going to be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) But you're totally going back to the 80s, my man. All right, I have a chance here. Beginning in the late 80s, high, side, and high side versions of this hairstyle with a crunchy or headband became common among young girls. High side or high side? Mm, Sounds like a ponytail? Sounds like you are correct. Yeah. Nice job, Bing. All right. That is the end of round one. Adam, please tell us our score. Well, Will is doing bomb diggity against our yellow jacket here. Uh, Will has 70. Bing has 30. Still no questions completely missed. Will's been picking up all the ones I'm missing, so he's (laughs) cleaning up for me. All right. Uh, So Will got to pick first in round one. So Bing, you are going to pick for Will here at the beginning of round two. What would you like to give him? I'm going to give him literature. Literature. And the decade is the 90s. Eventually turned into a movie starring Thora Birch and Scarlett Johansson, this graphic novel was written by Daniel Close in 19, 1997. I'm not sure I know this. Um, Tank Girl. Tank Girl is incorrect. Bing, can you steal? Probably not. The only thing I know that Scarlett Johansson was in would be Black Widow, maybe? Uh, I'm going to guess Black Widow. Black Widow, maybe, is incorrect. Adam, do you know this one? I remember Thora Birch in the movie. I don't remember Scarlett Johansson, but maybe that's because she was so kind of like young and before she got big. Was it Ghost World? It was Ghost World. Okay. Uh, and yes, that makes sense. it was Scarlett Johansson. She was very young. She had to be in her maybe mid-teens. Okay. All right. Our first miss, but that's okay. Will, you now get to pick category for Bing. 
mean, we left it for so long last time. I, I have to give it to you this time. Uh, fashion for Bing. <laughs> Thanks. Such a fashionable person. I, I believe in you. <laughs> you know, he's got an t- ugly shirt on right now. Absolutely hideous. <laughs> no hate on Georgia Tech. Uh, I have to hate on Georgia Tech. All right. But uh, actually, you might have a chance again because it is the 90s. All right. This iconic American supermodel could be seen everywhere in the 90s, including Pepsi ads, MTV's House of Style, and the music video for George Michael's Freedom. Well, there are a bunch of supermodels that were in that in George Michael's video. That doesn't help. Uh, commercials, you said Pepsi commercial? Mm-hmm. Uh, House of Style. House of Style sounds like... I'm going to go with uh, Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford is correct. Right. Nice. Uh, Bang, what do you want to give to Will? Uh, let's give him movies. Then movies. And the decade is the 80s. Stand By Me is a coming-of-age film about four friends taking a trek to see a dead body. It stars Jerry O'Connell, Corey Feldman, River Phoenix, and this future king of the nerds. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton <laughs> is correct. All right. Let's Will give a... Uh, yep. Bing music. Music makes the people go back to the 60s. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> it gives me satisfaction to know Nanker Felge was a collective pseudonym used between 63 and 65 when all the members of this band were credited with writing a song. What? (laughs) Can you repeat that? That made no sense. (laughs) Sure. It gives me satisfaction to know that Nanker Felge was a collective pseudonym used between 1963 and 1965 when all the members of this band were credited with writing a song. No clue. Um, But... If you're using the word satisfaction, I have to guess Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones is correct. Is that all their last names, like pieces of their last names? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just a nonsense name that they came up with. And then instead of each, instead of each of them getting credit, they just gave it to that pseudonym. I don't know. It sounds like something they did when they were high. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the 60s. So they were already that popular in the 60s. Wow. Okay. Yep. Uh, All right, Bing, what do you want to give to Will? Hmm. Let's give him food. Food is always appreciated. Yeah, but not when it's as old as the 60s again. (laughs) According to John Fogarty, this 1969 CCR song from the album of the same name was influenced by a soda pop of the same name he saw when he was a kid. And if you get lost, come on home. Sounds like more like a music question, not a food question. That's it, not helpful to me. Uh, I don't know the answer, so I'm just going to give a shout out to Cheerwine because it's tasty. <laughs> Cheerwine is incorrect. Bing, can you steal? Mm. Probably not. Uh, drink. I think there was a song called Mellow Yellow a while back. I'm going to guess Mellow Yellow. They call it Mellow Yellow. 
is incorrect. That's Donovan, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. Adam, you want to shout at this one? Uh, no, I need to hear the question again. So a CCR song. 1969 CCR song from an album of the same name was influenced by a soda pop of the same name that he saw when he was a kid. If you get lost, come on home. Lost. Your hint. Lost. Confusing me, yeah. What do you want to do with a... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If you get lost, come on home to Green River. Green River. I didn't know that was a soda pop. I mean, that's a great song. Yep. It was huh. it, it it was influenced by it and I I actually saw a TikTok of John Fogarty explaining this story. Wow. So I know it, it came straight from the horse's mouth so, so I know it's true. So John Fogarty is on TikTok? He, surprisingly he is actually. All the cool people are, which is why I still am not. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right Adam, it has to happen eventually. I'm lost. Whose turn is it? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Hold on. We were at food and it started, it started with Will, so that means now Bing has to, no, no. no that means Will has to pick for Bing. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, We got there, okay? We got there. <laughs> okay, I can do that. I'll, I will give a Bing, have a go at sports. <laughs> okay. Thank you. And the decade is the 2000s. This NHL All-Star was forced to retire back in 1997 but at age 35, made a comeback playing for five more years, scoring 229 points at that time and leading the Canadian national team to Olympic gold in 2002. Uh, can you repeat that? So Canadian guy, huh? Yeah. This NHL all-star was forced to retire back in 1997, but at age 35, made a comeback playing for five more years, scoring 229 points at that time and leading the Canadian national team to Olympic gold in 2002. I also should point out that he came back in 2000. Came back in 2000, Canadian guy. Uh, well, let's just go with Gretzky. Gretzky is incorrect. Will, can you steal? I'm not sure. I think I might be able to. I think it might be Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux is correct. Oh, nice. Yeah, Gretzky at in 2000 is when he played for the Blues for like 30 games. Pretty that was when he retired, wasn't it? Uh he no, then he went to the Rangers after that for another oh, okay. year. I think he retired in 01. I know. I'm looking Something to Adam like for confirmation because he's the hockey guy. So. I hate the penguins, so I don't give a crap about Mario Lemieux. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about Gretzky. <laughs> oh, no, no, oh, you're talking about Gretzky? Well, I heard Mario Lemieux and I checked out because I hate Mario Lemieux. <laughs> If it's not Eric Lindros, you only care about Lindros? Is that what it is? <laughs> maybe uh, Lindros. I love Hextall. I have a signed jersey from Ron Hextall, the, my favorite goalie of all time. I love Ron Hextall. He's almost as good as Curtis Joseph. Almost. Uh, oh, Cujo. Oh, no. well, the, thing is, the thing is, I respect <laughs> all goalies because I was a goalie for hockey. And so Cujo is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. The fact that we traded him is still... Like, that, that happened when I was in third grade, and I'm yeah. still pissed about it. Yeah, Cujo was a beast. <laughs> uh, all right, Bing, you get to pick for Will, I believe. Okay. Um, I will give him – let's give him TV. Okay. And the decade is the 80s. 
This 80s action show starring Richard Dean Anderson follows the adventures of a secret agent armed with almost infinite scientific resourcefulness. I spent an entire spring break in college watching every episode of MacGyver. MacGyver is correct. I would, it's still fun. Oh, it's still a great it, show. It's still good. It, Angus MacGyver. Yep. What a great show. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Will, you're gonna pick for Bing, and left we have toys and games, and news and politics and slang. Am I seeing that right, Adam? Yeah, that looks right to me. Okay. Uh, how about you take news and politics, Bing? Sure. Okay. And the decade is the 2000s. The Boxing Day tsunami hit the shores of countries such as Thailand and Indonesia, and was caused by an earthquake that happened in what ocean? Well, I have two choices here. Um, let's go with the Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean is correct. Nice job. That was hard because <laughs> if you missed it, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Good job. There. Uh, all right. Uh, Bang, what do you want to give to Will? There is toys and games and slang left. Uh, I'll give him slang. The decade is the 70s. In the 70s, the CB radio became popular, not just with truckers, and you could use what phrase when asking where someone was? I feel like this is a hole in my knowledge. I should go back and watch Convoy. Um, <laughs> We're on a great big convoy. Da -da 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 -da. I, mm, I'm going to say 10-4, knowing full and well that that's wrong. 10-4, you are wrong. That is correct, that you are wrong. <laughs> Bing, can you steal? Yeah, at the Houston Zoo, they used all these 10 codes on the radio, and I believe it's, what's your 20 or 10-20? What's your 20 is correct. Nice job. All right, and I believe that leaves uh, Bing with Toys and Games? It does. And the decade is the 90s. This 1998 PC game by LucasArts is set in the land of the dead, through which the recently departed souls travel before they reach their final destination. The story follows travel agent Manuel Manny Calavera as he attempts to save new arrival Mercedes, a virtuous soul, on her journey. I am not familiar with this game. Um, 1990 video game from LucasArts. The only game I played from them was X-Wing back then. Um, no clue. I'm just going to say Doom, and that's definitely not right, but I'm doomed. Doom is definitely not right. Will, can you steal? I, I'm not sure, uh, but I have... The only thing I have in my head is Grim Fandango, which is something related to death that I don't remember. And I know it's a game. So Grim Fandango. Grim Fandango is correct. Wow. Yeah, very pull. nice. Uh, that's one of my trivia teammates, uh, Ranjani, knows a lot about that game and told me that I should play it and don't know anything more than that. So I'm glad she told me that. <laughs> All right, that is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score? 
All right, we have a little bit of a lead, but it is still anyone's game. Will has 110. Bing has 70. All right, so we're going to go into our final round. Will, what category would you like to have in the final round? I'm still not sure. Playing this game has not made it easier for me to figure out which categories I want. <laughs> um, I like, let's, let's go back to toys and games. And games. And your decade is the 70s. All right. And Bing, what category would you like? Let's go. Let's go sports. Sports. And your decade is the 60s. Ooh. All right. So based on 70s toys and games and 60s sports, please lock in your bids. We can wager up to all our points, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Just like in Jeopardy, whatever. So you yep. can just write it down, circle it. You don't need to text it to me. Yeah. We, we, we trust you. And speaking of that game, Jeopardy, I'm going to make my own little uh, music that is similar, but just off enough that they can't sue us. Do blap blee doop do bloody dee dup dee dup dup ba da 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 do dup be da dee dup do hey. A little, kind of a little jazzed it up, little throwback lounge kind of in there a little bit. It was just bad, though. It was really terrible. I'm sorry. You, you know I'm going to cut that out, right? <laughs> I don't know if you're going to cut that out. <laughs> I thought that was just awkwardly uh, terrible enough to make the cut. Uh, you might have to pay Merv Griffin a little bit of money yeah. there. <laughs> I, I have locked my wager in and a weird blob. I am locked in, too. All right, here is your first question in 70s Toys and Games. The title of this 1972 Parker Brothers game means to overwhelm or bewilder and is played using a plastic grid of lettered dice in which players attempt to find words in sequences of, ad uh, of adjacent letters. And your 60s sports question this player set the single-game scoring record in the NBA by scoring 100 points for the Philadelphia Warriors in a 169-147 to win over the New York Net Knicks on March 2nd, 1962. I think I'm good. I have answers for both. Okay, so we're ready? Well, yes. I don't even have time to tell y'all to listen to all the other shows on the podcast network or on the BFOP network. Go check out BFOPnetwork.com. Uh, all right, uh, Bing, you were behind, so why don't you tell us what were your answers? Well, I still play this game every day on my phone, and I think this game is Boggle. And the NBA player that scored 100 points would be Wilt Chamberlain. All right, and Will? I have the same exact answers. I have Boggle and Wilt Chamberlain. All right. Well, the 1972 Parker Brothers game is indeed Boggle. And the Philadelphia Warrior, who scored 100 points in a single game, was indeed Wilt Chamberlain. No surprise, both contest contenders got their bids. It's going to come down to what they bid. Bing, what did you bid? Well, I was pretty far behind, so it was go big or go home. So I bet everything. All right, and Will... I bet, I hope that I have my math right. Um, I wrote 31. All right, Adam. 
Do that math for me. Let me know who is our winner. Well, Will's math is correct because he just barely squeaked <laughs> this one out with a win of 141 to Bing's 140. Will is our winner of the day. Nice All win, All right. Will. Thanks, Bing. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. These are good questions. I, I was really afraid of all the pop culture questions, but uh, I'm surprised that uh, that I knew a little bit more than I thought it would. There you go. I think people are often surprised at how much they actually do know. So before we go, uh, we'll give you guys a chance to kind of give out any shout outs or anything. Bing, do you have anything you want to say to the people? Sure. Uh, I would like, uh, I guess, people to encourage their kids to pursue a STEM education, you know, science, technology, engineering, math. And uh, go to a reputable school like Georgia Tech and, uh, you know, take that engineering degree to the poker table so that uh, you can take Will's money at poker when you can't beat him oh, at God. trivia. <laughs> Which, yes, Bing, Which Bing, is, Bing is so good at taking our money. And also, I don't know if John, I don't can't remember. We've mentioned it on Blast From Our Past, but I don't know if you've mentioned on here. John and I both graduated from the university of georgia which is a big rival to georgia tech yes. and so being yes yes y'all are smarter yes y'all make more money all right fine be that way <laughs> you know Bing, just for that i'm going to make my son study engineering at georgia <laughs> yeah yeah i heard you y'all started a copycat program over there a few years back <laughs> oh you mean the superior one oh, right. anyway <laughs> will anything you want to say to the people uh, I want to shout out uh, all of my students who are coming back to school in just the next couple of weeks uh, and all of their parents who've had to support them for the last year plus. Uh, both of them, uh, they're, they're holding up in ways that I don't know if I could have if I was in school. Um, and so I'm excited to see them again and uh, support those young folks because uh, they're going to be taking uh, care of us in the future. Uh, so, uh, make sure you give them the support they need. <laughs> well said. All right. Well, that is Adam and I'm John, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.